Welcome to Drake and Grimm's Variety Show. This evening, we do a reading, an excerpt, from the incredible series written by Pamela Taylor called The Second Sun Chronicles. You can find this amazing series on Amazon.com. The monk leans over the bed, his ear against the old man's chest. Sitting on the opposite side, I carry on holding my grandfather's hand, though I know he's already left us. The muck doesn't move for a very long time, listening intently for an even the faintest sound of a heartbeat. Finally, he rises and slowly shakes his head. Gwen, my wife, wraps her arms around me as the bishop makes the sign of the cross and says quietly but clearly, the king is dead. He pauses for a very long moment, then turns toward my uncle Harold, seated beside the hearth. Law, live the king. God be with you, my son, as you take up your new journey. Harold leans forward and buries his head in his hands. The silence of deep sadness engulfs the room. At long last, Harold composes himself and rises from his chair. Though our family dispenses with many of the formalities of protocol and address in private, we always strictly observe the formal rituals of transition. My father kneels before his brother and intones the ancient pledge of loyalty to a new king. My uncle, Rupert, follows. I remain at my grandfather's bedside knowing that my elder brother John is next in order of precedence. The bishop makes towards the door, preparing to deliver the news to those who wait in the outer chamber. But Harold raises his hand. A moment, please, if you will. Bishop Alfred, I know why you haven't come forward, but I'd like to receive your pledge now, even though you'll have to repeat it out there for the sake of protocol. There are things I want to say that some people may not be ready to hear, but it requires your pledge before I say them. And so in an unprecedented act, I kneel before my uncle and make my pledge. As he raises me up in acceptance, he invites us all to sit with him around the fireplace. Edward, Rupert, it is only the timing of my birth that places the crown on my head and not on one of yours. I'm no more special or capable than either of you, just older. And though I'm not sure father was ever fully convinced I'd learned the lessons he tried to teach, he really did help me see that you're more adept at some things than I am. His comment takes me back to an evening almost four years ago. It was the night before Ranulf's raid on the Reservoir Project. We were sharing a bottle of wine in my quarters, my usual companions being away on various assignments. Harold was in a reflective mood, revealing some of his most intimate thoughts, and I remember noting at the time just how much self-awareness he seemed to possess. Alfred, he continues, I want you to take your place alongside Edward and Rupert to help me chart a course for the kingdom. He nods toward the departed king in his bed. That man spent your lifetime 
preparing for you, preparing you for such a role. And he gave me ample opportunity to see that you're ready. I'll do my best, sir. I won't make any formal announcement. Just let men observe my actions. We all know why John is ill-suited to such a role, and yet it is of the temperament to be resentful and insolent about any overt slight to his current position in the succession. This has been an episode, a reading, excerpt of The Second Sun Chronicles, written by Pamela Taylor. Again, you can find on Amazon.com an episode of Dragon Gray's Variety Show. Check out DragonGray'sWorld.com for more music, readings, and an experience.